is going on? Happy Wednesday to you all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vile Files. So friendly. How'd I do? Great. Uh, Last week was great, Kit the Kaylin episode. I thought so too. People liked People it. People liked it. She was great. Uh, certainly it wasn't without its critics. I mean, but like so many more people, yeah. I think really felt like they got to know Caitlin in a, in a different way. And if, yeah. if there, if I have ever a hope, especially when we have bachelor alumni on is that, um, it's a little bit more about them. And I, I gotta say, we did more research on Caitlin afterwards and yes, I feel like I missed uh, some stuff uh yeah. her mom is the first uh her grandma grandma first female director of the fbi in los angeles incredible yeah anyways okay you gotta tell us the story it's fucked up i'm gonna be honest I, i'm uh, i'm pissed i feel oh, violated it's not it's not cool um reddit i uh i i live with someone who is spying on me and going on reddit apparently everyone thinks i'm dating demi Right. I've been notified this by I you. I thought that might be you, true. Why? I don't understand. Well, you wore, you wore those matching bear costumes. That was I honestly a coincidence. We went to a party and I, I was... There's no way that was a coincidence. I swear to... I don't really don't care if you or anyone else believes yeah, me. Yeah. I was asked to go to a Halloween party. Yeah. I was already Pete the Pilot, so I wasn't planning on going to right, one or right, two right, Halloween right. parties. So right. listen, for all of you out there who need a last second gift, a onesie's super fucking easy. I went on Amazon. I had the choice between a bear or a dinosaur. Last year, I was a pink dinosaur. Okay. I went with a bear. Oh, okay. I showed up at my friend Danny's and Demi's. Yeah. Uh, we meet and we're both going to the party. Yeah. And Danny's like, oh, and Danny had a Care Bear co- uh, total fucking coincidence. I, so she whatever. She saw you and was like, oh, I have that. And no, she was already planning on going. It was either that or I think Cleopatra and then her oh. friends. I don't. It was. Like, it, so it was a coincidence. It was also like even if it wasn't, Demi is a close friend. She's yeah. a dear friend. We've become very close. I care very much about her. How close? <laughs> as close as platonic friends can be. <laughs> Anyways, I, I mean, like, regardless. So based on this, apparently the the Reddit world is a buzz. Yeah. Uh, both snarking and trying to figure out if we are dating. Demi has in fact been to my place. As sometimes friends do, go to each other's places. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I was notified that uh, there is a conversation on Reddit. And that conversation is by Venice Lurker. Hey, y'all. Oh, wait, her name is Venice Lurker? It's a screen name. I don't know how That's they have an creepy. alias. Yeah, she calls herself Venice. They call herself Venice Lurker. I don't, I, I'm assuming it's a woman. Yeah. Hey, y'all. I'm pretty frequent poster on here, and I have debated posting this for a few days now, but decided I'm a coward, and I wanted a, th- a throwaway account. So apparently they're on it, right? And they have a different name, but Venice Lurker is... Oh, because she doesn't want to be found out. But then she's also... But, like, I live with... Yeah, but she's saying... <laughs> I live in the lives. same condo complex as Nick. Other than me catching him filming himself doing workouts or taking constant selfies walking up, so I'm like sleuthing here, right? Oh. I've never had any interesting tea to share until lately. I have seen him come and go with Demi a few times now. I know they are really close friends, so honestly not sure if it's anything. But it could be, right? Anyways, figured whole mild you guys a whole figured whole mild you guys may share. So, anyways, I I was told about. So this. she didn't say anything though. She just said she saw Demi. She's and she. I, I someone I live with says they are spying on me. That is how I read it. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I the next day being super. First, I thought it, like, I'm like, who is it? And I thought to myself, I fucking know who it is. You should tell your landlord. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, but I don't really, you know. So at first, I was like, I know who this is, right? Mm. I thought it was girl and apartment number two. <laughs> a girl in apartment number two, we have a history. And that history is oh. she's kind of a total B. B. She's a dick. She's a total She's dick. married. She's married. Uh, so by history, when I first, when we all moved in, we all moved in at, at relatively the same time. It was a new building renovated. So everyone kind of moved in. And I was a little nervous about like, it's an intimate place. It's not, there's only six uh, um, homes, if you will. And, uh, they were all having a, a get together, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get to know my neighbors, and everyone's super cool. And girl in number two was looking at me, and you could I could tell she was a bachelor fan. She's just being fucking <laughs> weird, and that one type of person who like is obsessed, but yeah. they, they don't want you to know, and yeah. they're an elitist, and they think they're really yeah. great. And 
And she just finally was like, everyone knows who you are. And she's like, would just, she was just kind of a, a total bitch. She just was. And then her husband, kind of almost equally terrible, because you could tell he watched it, came up to me and was just like, that kind of question is like, so what do you even do now? But also wouldn't shut up for the fact that he works for Hulu. And not like it, but he, he talked about how he works for Hulu as if he's like in the movie business. And right. like, I don't, I think he's like a buyer for ads or some shit. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. shut up about it. So anyways, she's always, and for eight, and everyone in the complex kind of like thinks she's a, a bit, yeah. a bit, she's just not friendly. Yeah. Uh, every time she comes out, I'll say hi. And she just kind of awkwardly. We're like, getting sidetracked though. Is it her? I don't know. I'm you, just giving you the details. What are you going to do? So I thought it was her. And then I thought to myself, ah, I don't know for sure. I put out a note the next morning. And the note said, Dear Venice Lurker. Where'd you put the note? I put it on, uh, like, kind of in the small, we have like a gated area, like it's a little community. Common area? Yeah. Okay. And so I put two, two notes, one on the below the mailbox. And now I, I, I was- Two notes? It said the same thing. It said, Dear Venice Lurker, please stop spying on me and, invade, and violating my privacy. Yes, yes. And I didn't, I didn't sign it, but I figured, like, I'm not- Everyone's going to figure out it's me. Yeah. And so I put one in the, like, kind of the on, on one side of the unit and the other one I put below on the mailbox. Yeah. And I put it deliberately between two and three because I was certain it's either between uh, the girl who lives in two and the girl who lives in three. And then there's a new girl who moved in to four. How long has she been there? Like a month. Now, last, Could be night, her. last night I had drinks with some of the people I know it's not. Yeah. And it, like a game of Clue. It, all, I was just going to say, this feels like Clue. It was like, it was number two with the iPad in the, her living room. It, like Through all the curtains. Aside, like I'm su super pissed. And thank God my, my, a lot of my neighbors who not, like in, they're all like, everyone's figuring out. It's like this little like uh, drama in the community because, mm. and we're all like, everyone knows it's and like, there's, it's between three girls. And I know these three girls, they all assume that I think it might be them. Let's bring them all in for interrogations and figure and we're out. All, like, last night, we were all trying to figure out how, how, do, we, how do we suss this out? My, Tell them my you neighbors want them are all to fucking come on pissed. the podcast. Everyone feels like violated because it's like they, 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 they sympathize. In LA, you should feel safe. They sympathize with me, but they also, even to their point, they're just like, now we just live with someone who's kind of a nosy spy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's where I live, you know? Like I have the right to like hang out with friends or, or, yeah. or whatever. Um, they're convinced it's the new girl. I'm not so convinced. What's her, what's her profile? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what, give us a break. She, she's been nothing but pleasant to me. What? She's super nice. She has this weird living situation. She has like what I thought assumed is her boyfriend or husband, but no one really knows for sure. And then the girl in three, she has a bit of an accent, a little British accent. And apparently there were some things in the note, uh, on the second note, because the, the people I live with, I told them about it. So they went on and I guess there's more conversations from Venice Lurker. They did, they're like, deep diving. Th th like my, my, the, the guy in one and the guy in, 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 uh, in six, oh. they're like, they're kind of like into they're this. In oh, so yeah. They're probably like, oh my God, such a crazy story. By the way, what apartment do you live in? So they went and they did some more recon and we're all like last night having drinks being like, okay, well they said this and this sounds like this person. Mm. Uh, and then like, some, you should lay a trap. They're figure out line of sight. Lay well, a trap that only one. The girl go. from one came out, like I'm working out yesterday morning. The girl from one came out and she's like, hey, oh. did you leave this note? And at first I'm like, is this, is she deflecting? It, it was incredible. Incredible performance. If it's if it is her, incredible performance. <laughs> it is LA. She could be an actress. She's not. But if I was guilty and didn't want to know, it's something I would probably do. Being like, "Hey, did you, how did you do this? Like, did, what's going on?" Oh. Great performance, but she is nosy. So it's between one of it's between three. You have three options. There's three options, and at this point, it could what's be. What's the either. girl in one like? Uh, the girl in one is she's. A nosy but she's she's a little nutty but nice nutty okay. a little nice but nosy you know uh -huh. and i, I don't Single? know nope she's married married uh i i want it to age be the, i don't know they're all all probably in their late 20s early 30s i don't, oh, I don't know my money's on the new girl why that's just my gut i feel like gut. i didn't think it was the new girl because it implies in this note that they've been watching me for some time. And like what I explained to my neighbors is like, well, we've all been here for 18 months and nothing, no, this hasn't happened yet. And I said, fair, but this is the first time we've caught them because True. this tea was so, and everyone apparently late, recently, regardless if you've lived in this place for a while, recently people have been wondering if I'm dating Demi. Right. And only recently Demi has come to my place for the first time. Right. So there was no tea to spill. And I don't have 
bachelor friends come over very often. Yes. I don't I don't hang out. With, I, so well, like, the case of the Venice Lurker is still open. I, Please keep us updated. I feel updated. violated. We want to figure it out. I'm sorry you felt that way. I, uh, That's not fun. They're, they're, I, I deliberately told it on this this podcast because now they're inevitably going to talk about it on Reddit, I'm sure. Well, we'll see. And well, I do gotta... know that whoever did it knows I know <laughs> and wonders. And I just, I'm going to find out. Oh, I bet you will. But our guest today is fabulous. Just had a baby, brought a newborn baby into the studio. I was like, that is a badass. Had a very fascinating birthing story. Crazy story. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to her. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. She's she's very Lovely, down to earth. down to earth, very chill. Open. You would think maybe given like she was uh, like a Disney star yeah. and, and friends with uh, uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. And you kind of would like you might presume totally. this person could be slightly... Not down to earth. Right. But totally down to earth. Yeah. Lovely. Sweet. Lovely uh, partner. Um, not married. Yeah. And uh, you got to just keep listening for this crazy birth story. Just a great, just a great time. Yeah. Another fun, easy listen. I hope yeah. you enjoy it. Uh, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. This is a cool setup. Um, I know uh, it, this, it wasn't as easy for you to get here. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, Daniela just had her yeah. first child. Yeah. Um, uh, just not too long it ago came on out of me um <laughs> i will never know what that's like nope. um but we do have a lot of of listeners here who are women mm -hmm. um some of which are moms some of which uh may be hopeful to be moms and i thought it might just be a, a fun conversation to get the perspective of a newborn or a new Someone who has a newborn. I feel like a newborn myself. You, you right do. I want to crawl into a fetal position and cry. Uh, I guess let's just start right into that, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of backtrack. We'll do this like Pulp Fiction style. We'll, we'll in terms of, but sure. let's just get right into what has it been like? Oh wow! To be a new mother, um, only a few weeks in. Yeah. Um, postpartum is real. It's like, um, well, I actually had a very unique. Um, birth experience very How different so? than I originally first of all my nine months of pregnancy were absolute bliss so I'm so lucky to be able to say that and mean it because a lot of people in my life had you know just either complications or were sick or just didn't love being you know massive and I just was like this is cool and that can vary right very I mean, for yeah and it's all just yeah but you had a I a had a great experience. experience I got really lucky I worked out my entire pregnancy up until literally the day prior to giving birth <laughs> wow yeah I, I I like felt myself I got really lucky I slept well all the rules were broken in terms of my pregnancy and so I thought you know what I want to do this the way that I want to do this I want to have like a natural birth um, we were going to do it at home originally and then <laughs> in my like eighth month of pregnancy we decided to renovate basically the entire house don't know why oh my I god I guess like you know I took that whole nesting thing to like the hundredth degree where I was like rip it all out start fresh the king is coming <laughs> um and then realized no we can't have a baby in this house we have two pit bulls and no bathroom so um yeah so then we decided to do it at a birth center Okay. With her midwife. Backtracking for a yeah, second. Sure. Just so I, I'm because I'm a guy and I, I don't know. It. And for the women who don't, who haven't had babies, the one's ability to work out when they're pregnant, that also just varies on how the pregnancy goes. I mean, I know it's probably yeah. maybe recommended ideally, but like some people may not even have the luxury sure. uh, of doing that. I yeah. Mean, is that true? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, of course. If you're like a high risk pregnancy, um, a lot of those decisions are kind of made up for you and you have to be in a hospital for certain reasons. Um, but I, because I had such a, a healthy, normal experience, um, I wanted to do it that way. I wanted to do it all natural, no drugs. Um, I wanted to create the atmosphere. Um, I was all excited about like the candles and the music and the crystals and like having this experience. And um, wow, it did not go that way. <laughs> so you had this big plan yeah. and then at eight months into pregnancy, you guys decided to remodel. <laughs> sure did. When did you start to remodel for the sake of the, the birth, which totally backfired? Or was it completely separate? And then you're like, what, what? Huh? Why did we do that? Or yeah, completely separate. It was more or less just us thinking ahead like, oh, well, once we have him, we're probably not going to want to do this then. Interesting. So let's try and get it all done prior to the baby coming. You say we. Uh -huh, your, my fiance. Your fiance. Yes. Okay. Yeah, baby uh, daddy. Baby, baby, baby daddy. <laughs> yeah, he's so upgraded. You're not married. Not married. 
Okay, we'll dive in that. We're bouncing all over the place. <laughs> all right. So you were a birthing center. Were you were, at what point were you like, okay, I guess we what is a birthing center versus a hospital? What's the what's the difference? In reality, it's basically like a hotel room essentially. There's a bed and a mm-hmm. tub, and yeah. that's about it. Um, and then you have your midwife and she has some like nursing staff underneath her, but there's really nothing more to the birthing center that we were working with. It was just a bed and a tub and you. Did you enjoy that experience? I did not have that experience. <laughs> you didn't go to the birthing center. <laughs> I never made it to the what, birthing what center. What happened? Were you like my friend Jade who had a kid in her closet? Oh, God. Did you hear about that? Been nice? Of course I heard. Yeah. Of course. Come on. I'm I'm part of Bachelor Nation <laughs> okay. over here. Um, what no. happened? So Friday, the 27th of September, I was in a little bit of a fender bender. Um, While pull- you're pregnant? Yeah. So mm. I had just gotten back from the gym. I was going to get my smoothie, normal thing, whatever, pull into a parking lot and I'm stuck in between a couple cars looking for a spot to park. And this guy just backed right into my driver's side door. Um, and so I look over and I see it coming towards me, which <sighs> is the most terrifying feelings. So you're just like, there's a car coming right at my face. And I screamed really loud and went into a little bit of shock afterwards and kind of just everything that happened after that happened very quickly. I realized, oh, I'm supposed to give birth in a few days. I need to get this car seat in a safe car. My door doesn't close. So I ran and got a rental car, dropped my car off at the collision place, put in my claim. And then that night, my water broke. Um, So he was, I mean, within reason, we were nine months pregnant at that time, but he was definitely a a week or less early. Um, My water broke and the color of the fluids, ready for this one? No, I don't want to know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too disgusting, but listen, this is, you know, I'm going to paint the picture because no one can really see us at this point. So, okay. Can I guess? Sure. Blue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I would either guess well first red. Okay. Because that obviously sure. blood, like red. Sure. Right? Or or green? Oh my gosh, you're dead on. Green. <laughs> green? No. I mean, you know. No, it was green. It's not good. It's not good, apparently. I sat in my closet. <laughs> well, I was thinking worst case. What would green mean? Like shit is like rotten or yeah, dying? Not or disease. Good. So my water broke. And believe it or not, I knew it, got out of bed. My fiance woke up and I said, don't worry, my water broke, go back to bed. (laughs) I went into the closet and I got on my phone and I Googled, what does this green fluid mean? And there was not a lot of information, (laughs) um, which is shocking because I was thinking, well, who am I to have green fluid? No one else seems to relate. So I texted my midwife and she was worried very quickly and, you know, basically said you need to like naturally induce yourself so as morning came wait mm-hmm. you're, this is a big problem you need to play doctor <laughs> yes that was okay well because we were still trying to take this natural approach uh, i mean that's sort of like the midwife's job essentially you're paying for her to like stay on track with your but, plan but question in yeah. a moment of concern sure what was the concern the concern was and she didn't really explain this to me um full out but she basically alluded to the fact that the baby was under stress and that something happened that triggered him to poop in his womb which is real bad yeah, Real which is not bad. good, like toxic. And I didn't assuming the accident, realize obviously the how yeah. bad that was, um, but really it bad. was bad. It's really bad. Yeah, and I've heard since then how what could have happened. Um, anyway, so the next morning we went and got castor oil. I'm chugging castor oil, which literally oh. tastes like lip gloss. No. Uh-huh. But why not, just out of curiosity, sure. not like, let's go to the hospital. I, that w- wasn't, I, I literally would have had it been like recommended at the time, but she was like, we're going to get through this. You're going to have this baby. We're good. Yeah. Just, My mom's a neonatal nurse practitioner. So this is like hard for me to hear. Oh, it, I, it turns the, out I realized that. There's so many opinions. Sure, That's why I right. asked. My, my, I, for those, my, I have 10 siblings. My mom, uh, her last three kids she had at home with a midwife and, wow. And truly loved the experience uh, compared to like the intimacy sure. of being at home, et cetera, et cetera. At the same time, there's yeah. a, sometimes a reason why we do need to go to the hospital. But so, all right, at the time, just mm-hmm. let's, let's well, you got you, you're, you're chugging castor oil. Yes. All right. And now go from there. Um, nothing <laughs> happened. 
And she said, you know, it's going to take like two, three, maybe even four hours before you start like major contractions. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. I did the whole curbing thing. If nobody knows what curbing is, it's like you go up and down the stair at an angle. (laughs) So I'm walking through the neighborhood like one one foot up on the stair. (laughs) I would have guessed it was some sort of sexual reference if if we weren't talking about... giving birth but anyway so you're literally curbing curbing. you're doing exactly as if it sounds sure and nothing is happening i'm on a birthing ball nothing's happening so eventually i send her more pictures of the fluid and she's like it's getting greener you need to go to a hospital right now okay and that's when things got a little more exciting because we had two choices we could go to cedars where she doesn't have um delivery rights or we could go to whittier and what, have what, her deliver the baby. It's very far. <laughs> Whittier. She's dying over here. It's far. Michelle just I don't took know her where glasses Whittier off. I, I didn't know. either, Nick. And now I do. And you went there because? Because she has delivery rights there. She'd seen me like the majority of my pregnancy. And I just felt like from what I've heard about Cedars, great hospital. But just it, there's a lot of people, a lot of doctors and a lot of births on the regular. And I just thought no one's going to have a relationship with me. I'm going to walk in. They're going to be like, cool, put her in a room. We're going to pop that kid out. And there's going to be no like... I don't know. Okay, I, I have a question I have yeah. to ask. I want okay. to be respectful of everyone Please. listening, everyone in the room. Yes. There's a People are of rage. cringing. <laughs> right. No, I mean, clearly, I can only imagine people listening a litany of opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, at what point is there a, if you need to go to the hospital, uh, why aren't we going to the quickest hospital versus hindsight being 2020? Yeah. Where you sit now? Yeah. Would you have done anything differently? So, I mean, everything's yeah, fine, sure, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, we'll get there, thank okay. God. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I would have loved to have done something a little more convenient because that ride was a little traumatic. I couldn't really feel him moving in me, um, which is a very bad sign. Um, and I was just trying to be patient. I think, like, you know, we are just trying to be smart, but... Did you hear she wanted the midwife to deliver the baby? No, no, I get that. I That's know. what I mean yeah. to ask. And so, yeah. like... She's like, I don't have birthing rights there. And I'm thinking, I know. who? What? what's the priority here? I know. But I know. Yeah, you can't. Look. I'm just asking. I no, know. no, but I, it's a I, fair question because knowing what I know now about how extreme the situation was, I don't think we would have driven to. That was kind of my question. Would yeah. you have done things differently? We would have differently? done things differently. Um, and, and again, my mom will loved the experience. Yeah. She didn't have green coming out yeah, of her. And God. so... I think it's an interesting, and so you ended up having a C-section as you. So, yeah, so we get to the hospital and um, I go into extreme labor because the castor oil (laughs) kicked in. So I'm laying there. It was just like, it was like zero to a hundred real quick. Like we started with some contractions. They're like, you're having them. And I was like, really? Oh, I felt like I'm having a period. This is nothing. And this is because you chugged a gallon of castor oil. Yeah, I chugged so much castor oil. It hit me like a ton. Of bricks. I am oily from the inside out. Well, I mean, casserole is good for your hair, apparently. And other things. Yeah. If you ever have issues going to the restroom, apparently. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so fun you're regular. Times. No, right. actually. But <laughs> <laughs> this is another fun story with C-sections. Um, wow. God almighty, it's great, you guys. Honestly, babies are incredible miracles. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm in extreme labor for four hours. No one could handle it. My family and my fiance were just like really in agony watching me. Um, and I didn't want to do drugs. And that was, you know, my ego got in the way for a little while. I thought like what meant to be strong was to do it, you know, as naturally and as safely for the baby as possible. And in reality, like I kind of had to give up control. They didn't like that my heart rate was skyrocketing. His heart rate was dropping. He was had the cord wrapped around his neck so that was a little much as well and so eventually they gave me an epidural to calm me down in hopes that I would open up nothing happened and then they said if nothing happens in the next like 30 minutes you have to have an emergency c-section and that's exactly what happened the doctor was there like on the 30 (laughs) to be he literally walked in and was like here's your hat and here's your gown and rolled me in within like seconds and I think in the next like 15 minutes he was born 
How were you feeling at that? Um, It was, you know what? I felt so safe. And let me tell you, I'm someone, I've been vegan for 20 years, okay? I don't think I've ever ingested medication. I've never really done drugs. I don't really drink. Like, I'm pretty much as natural as it gets. I walked into that hospital like someone who hasn't been to church in their entire life and just was like, I'm not supposed to be here. You guys don't like me. And I really want you to take care of me and my baby. Can you help? (laughs) Why do you feel that way? What does it mean in terms of like, I mean, I don't don't know what it means to be vegan. I know, you know, again, my sister's a holistic nutritionist uh, and uh, we, I don't want to get into the whole Western medicine versus Eastern medicine, but does it have to be mutually exclusive in terms of uh, trying to be as all natural as possible and not thinking as, as, as doctors and hospitals as some sort of like negative thing yeah in in a way that can't help is no i i think that i was lucky and fortunate enough that i've been healthy and i've never Mm -hmm. had to like you know utilize those resources um but i by all means look at it completely differently now i really feel like i they saved you know my baby's life and i'm indebted to and i on i had a great experience in terms of a hospital experience granted i'm terrified of needles and mm-hmm. i have a little bit of nerve damage in my hand but aside from that oh, no. you know in reality all of it was a, a relatively quick and easy experience and they took really good care of us and they acted um incredibly fast and that's all that mattered i mean i'm very happy to hear that yeah. and i'm i'm glad you're able to now talk about yeah. it and it's interesting because i think a lot can it's an inch such an interesting story is so much can be taken from that experience in terms of expectations versus reality being able to uh, adjust Mm -hmm. uh, your expectations given circumstances Mm -hmm. uh, having a different perspective about things especially if it's counter to literally your entire adult life and even before that i mean you're what you say you're 30 30 yeah so since you were 10 you were a vegan that's your literally entire life yeah um and yeah that's like that's so much can be taken away from that Next time you get pregnant, if you decide you want to get pregnant, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think? Would you still want to go back to the original plan and hope that you don't get in a car accident yeah. before, and, and, <laughs> or where you're just going to go full sure. hospital? How, what what uh, some things? What would you do as you sit here now? Yeah, um, I think where I stand now is I would probably go through with a C-section um, again. I is felt, a first option. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And do some people do that? I don't. I honestly don't know that. Is it's that, do, kind of. Um, they say that if you've had a C-section once, like it's yeah. pretty hard to give a natural yeah. birth okay. afterwards. Really, mm-hmm. it's possible, Why is but that? not. I'm not a doctor. They just say, yeah, it's kind of like you can, but I feel like given mm-hmm. <laughs> the the experience I had and the fact that I didn't dilate with the castor oil and the epidural and everything else. It just, to me, I, I don't even want to risk it. You know, I want a healthy baby and I think I have to just put my, you know, agenda aside and rely on medicine. When you say agenda, I thought yeah. it's interesting. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like I said, I, I wanted this experience. I, I thought that we could do it exactly as I had planned. And, and I was open to the idea of things going wrong. But based on my pregnancy being as healthy and easy as it was, I just didn't think that I was going to veer off so quickly and so extreme. Like, I mean, some people say, well, yeah, my baby's cord was wrapped around their head. You know, you kind of don't get it all. I had the meconium. I had, you know, his heart rate almost nearly flatlining at one point, like the cord wrapped around the head and then to end up in a C-section. So it was kind of all of it at once. I I think at this point I would just probably skip to the end. (laughs) Interesting. Do you think this whole? I mean, this is it's a, not to. This mm-hmm. is a, such a mm-hmm. traumatic and defining experience, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many layers of of things you sure. that could change you as a person. Oh, changed. Forever. How do you think you will be as a mother now, having had this happen, versus what type of mother you would have been? I'm sure a great mother, regardless, sure. had it gone the way you had planned originally. I feel like I, well, we, my partner and I like really earned him. It was a an experience that brought us so close together and it made me, it makes me look at him and my baby in a totally different light. Mm-hmm. Like we are so present and um, 
I don't know. It's yeah, I think it is different. I think it is different. Do you because you strike me as someone prior to this experience as someone who's uh, very goal oriented, mm-hmm. uh, knows what she wants, is able to go after it, mm-hmm. uh, has an identity in some of the. Uh, things that you do, uh, you're I love proud when you of do it. this, by the way. Uh, when I listen to his show and he like starts to diagnose people, it makes me so excited. I'm like, wow, you are so dead on. Uh, is that all yeah, accurate? Yeah, very. And I feel like this experience would loosen all that up, so <laughs> yeah. to speak. If you were like a person who is like this kind of very put together, mm-hmm. everything, and it looks really good. It's just really nice. I feel like this experience is kind of like put it all in a bag and shook it up a little bit. And then you almost kind of have to put it back together mm-hmm. somewhat. Yeah. And, and and it might, it's not going to go back together the, exactly the way it was before. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad mm-hmm. thing. I mean, the first week I, I was like, don't worry about the dishes. Not like me. Okay. okay I know that's right? a small example, but I was like, don't even worry about the dishes. Don't even look at them. Let them pile up. I don't care. And then <laughs> another thing is like, we always wipe the shower doors when we're done. No, I'm not going to wipe the shower doors. You could leave those water spots all day long. Little things like that. Laundry piled up. I just was so focused on like being present and not caring about the things that I thought mattered. I The first thing I said was like, my priorities have shifted so much. You know, I used to be the kind of person that woke up and set my own schedule. I, I'm kind of like self-employed right now. So it's like I really had to be on my game and, you know, get my emails done, make my phone calls like it's a different world now. Like it is a completely different world and things that I thought mattered just don't as much anymore. I mean, that's really fascinating how this one experience, well, and then thank God, obviously yeah. everything worked out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know how people joke about like helicopter moms or soccer moms or the <laughs> overbearing. And again, being like my parents talk about how, you know, they have 11 kids. And oh, how they parent versus like the first couple versus now, like every parent, and then I get it, right? It's your first kid. It's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I gave life to this thing and I don't want to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Ugh. everything is so like intense and meaningful and you're just so hands on. Yeah. And yet this even experience, having being a first first time mother, that alone has made me like, does this moment matter? Yeah. Like in this moment, do we, are we fine? Like, yeah. is every fine? Because you've already faced literally a, a a potential life or death situation with your child and and thank god your everything worked out and it really comes down to like is this life or death and are we fine and it's such a fascinating thing to to uh to, to experience oh, you know it sure is and it, it didn't just change me it changed um andrew my fiance like we had to look at things so differently for so many years he's worked so hard in industries that just didn't like feed his soul mm-hmm. and um i don't relate to that because I've always been lucky enough to like follow my own dreams and and kind of like run my own show essentially and it forced us to like have those bigger conversations like what is life like (laughs) we are grown-ups and we have responsibilities but in reality like who are we living for and why are we doing the things that we do and can we do it differently that's that's really interesting. Um, so now let's backtrack. Let's We've do it. We've talked about the pet. Uh, <laughs> so you are engaged. Yeah. And you have a child. Yeah. So you're not married. Not is married. Is that something who, someone who is the planner that you were, yeah. and you strike me as someone who at an early age, you know, young 16-year-old Danielle yeah. had, like she, I, I bet you there's a, a, a book out there that you've made about how my life's going to play out. <laughs> Did you imagine there's you, a list or did, two? Did, did, did you imagine you'd get pregnant from someone you weren't married by? Absolutely. You thought you would. Yeah. That was part of your plan. That was part of my plan. <laughs> great. Did why? I surprise you? Yes. I think that's great, but well, I'm curious as to why. I think it's oh, fine either way. Why? But what 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 made you go? Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. I always knew that I wanted kids. Uh-huh. I never in a weird way. I always saw myself with kids. I didn't know that I was going to ever be with someone. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting. it's interesting. I, like I, I I always thought 
it was challenging. I worked as a child actor, you know, teen actor, adult actor, and I didn't really always have like the, the same experiences people my age did. I didn't go to high school, college, things like that, where you kind of like mold into that person who has experiences, dates and so on and so forth. And so it wasn't really a priority of mine. I was really focused on like working. And so I kind of always put dating and stuff like that to the side, dabbled, but not enough for me to like really you know, have too many experiences. So for me, I was like, I'm going to be a mom, but I don't know about the rest. And, um, when, that's, that's yeah, interesting. I think, I mean, I'm kind of like that now, Yeah, but like, it's, yeah, like, you were, that. you were like that as an, at an, yeah. at an early age. Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm more like that. Oh, it's like, I'm open to it, but yeah. like, I just want to have a kid. Yeah. I want, well, not a kid, but sure. I mean, and again, ideally I will have like the, the, with a partner, but it's more about prioritizing. We've talked about this before. Like yeah, that's I've, the one. And before, like when I was younger, it was like, no, I want to have a mm-hmm. date and then get engaged mm-hmm. and then have a wedding in a church and then we'll have kids. You know? now, so you've yeah. kind of changed your tune a little bit because I feel like I've heard you talk about like how in your family or it's more traditional. Yes. My say? family is traditional. We've yeah. become less traditional, but that's, I mean, it's still traditional. Yeah. I mean, we there's 11, 11 kids. Mm-hmm. I grew up around priests and nuns, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we said the rosary as a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we we had priests come to our house for confession. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. And yet, and again, we've talked. I've talked about this before, but within that very dogmatic and very strict Catholic household, my parents were also chill yeah. and open-minded and understanding, and they've become far more progressive. Awesome. I mean, if you look at again uh, my brothers and sisters and their life choices, if you would have told my parents what their kids would, be, and nothing's fine. It's all like no, no one's been married by a Catholic priest. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother's divorced. Etc. All these things that would be like, oh my god, yeah, our kids are going to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all fine. Yeah, Everyone, everyone's fine. Um, but that's interesting that at an early age that you, yeah, you and the and you do you think that's as a result of growing up? You grew up in LA. Yeah, I did, and certainly less traditional than the kind of a sure. Midwest upbringing I had. Do you think that played a role into it? Not necessarily, because my family was a little similar to yours. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, Catholic, Italian, you know. Oh, you're Italian. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you know how it is. Like, my uh, grandma Italians was are very traditional. Very traditional. I was engaged and still to, to this day. Okay, yeah. so you get it. Yes, yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, very, um, very traditional. Yes. And I so hear her on a lot of those things, because I'm like, I, I get it. My family was always very, not necessarily pushy, but definitely instilled those values and reinforced them throughout the years, but they weren't strong enough for me to Did you feel a lot of guilt from your family growing up if you didn't abide by tradition? I I don't know what is wrong with me. I feel like I sound like quite the rebel, but it didn't really like land with me too much. It just didn't. I I knew in my heart like I was a good person and that I was going to make good choices and I didn't need to follow the their rules or you know whatever i felt like they lived by wow so okay you didn't you didn't need to be married and then yeah. you met yeah i met andrew, andrew yeah this was about almost nine years nine ago. years ago yeah uh you've been dating for nine years yeah when did you get engaged um about two and a half years ago almost three years ago and is this length of time because who is it just mutual you guys just kind of slow a slow burn not in a rush like it's it's unique that it you guys being in there for so long but at the same time you could argue well yeah we love each other we met at such an early age why are we in a rush you could argue it's a very healthy approach to meeting young sure yeah i mean yeah i didn't realize how young i was at the time now looking back i'm no like wow does. this is right you're because like wow this is the oldest i've ever been yeah this is the oldest i've ever been turns out yeah what, every age i'm yeah. 21 i'm super old i've uh-huh. never been 21 before so no true. one realizes they're young yeah <laughs> that's so true and i thought i had it all figured out i am so different than i was even just two years ago let alone mm. nine years ago mm. um so no i mean we both came from you know broken families actually so we had very similar um situations family dynamics and i think we when we both spoke about like what the future looked like for us marriage didn't need to be a part of it and it wasn't something we put pressure on because we didn't really see a really good example of a healthy marriage and i didn't think that that was what made you a successful relationship interesting what made you guys want to get engaged then I mean, why'd you go from, yeah, we love each other. We don't need this. And again, like 
if you asked me right now, do I want to get married? I'd say sure. Right. But it's not like it's not a hard yes. I have to. It's more about meeting the right person. And if if she really wants to, great. But if she also was like for some reason didn't want to, I'd be like, but do you want to be like, are we committed to each other? Yeah. What changed though? Something, you know, you guys were in this like we don't need to be married, but we love each other. You know, I hate to say this because it's not usually who I am, but I did have a social pressure put on me by other people and family and friends and the people in my circle of friends were all sort of accelerating very quickly. And we were actually and even to be in L.A. in our young or late 20s, early 30s to not have kids. My my friends actually were already on that track, like first kid, second kid. Now some of them are on their third kids. So we were feeling a little bit of those pressures. And I knew for a fact that marriage wasn't totally on the table and not like, like I said, no pressure put on that. But being that I've grown up a role model for a lot of kids, I thought that making a commitment that sort of met those like social standards was Mm. important. So much pressure. It is a lot of pressure. And and, and also like you have a large following. Yeah. Do you did you feel pressure from from them? I did. And the responsibility you maybe felt like. Yeah. You had or or being not judged or judged yeah. by them. Yeah, I did. I'm not going to lie. I did. I I really care about being like what I call like a big sister figure because I've played a big sister on TV for so many years. And I felt like people looked up to, to me and also to our relationship. And I've been pretty transparent throughout everything. I mean, thick or thin, mm-hmm. highs and lows. Um, so getting engaged in a weird way, like it was, it was so exciting. I'm not going to lie. I did not think that I was going to feel the way that I felt when it happened. I didn't see it coming, but it had been something we talked about. Um, but I think a very, yeah, like a, a good percentage of that did come from a little bit of like the social pressures. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting hearing your story because first you explain why maybe you didn't want to be traditional mm-hmm. and get engaged. And one could argue maybe it was a projection of your upbringing mm-hmm. and kind of like, well, ugh, I experienced this kind of broken home. And so you're kind of going against the grain there mm-hmm. only to like mm-hmm. feel the pressure from another side to do it. As it turns out, it, it yeah. felt right. And it was a great experience. It was yet, magical. Um, did you learn from that in terms of like, yeah, uh, not projecting one way or the other and uh, maybe just doing what feels right in the moment. Totally. It seems it has so far all worked out, but yeah. it's very honest of you to admit maybe what the genesis of the decision-making skills, um, did, yeah. that the decisions were. Yeah, I, I think I've definitely become more open to all of it. I mean, I'm someone who is a complete hopeless romantic. I go to weddings and before anyone even speaks, I'm crying. <laughs> so I am 100% in love with the idea of love. I just try to loosely define that. So if at some point we decide that we want to just get hitched and have this experience, like by all means, I'm not going to stand in my own way, but, um, but it's just not something we put a lot of pressure on. I want everything to feel very like fluid and organic. What's your favorite moment at a wedding? Oh gosh. I mean, obviously I love to look at the guy's face when the woman walks down or the guy walks down or the woman walks down and the woman standing there. Definitely for me when the door is open and the bride the big reveal. You look at the bride. <laughs> you look back. I'm, if I'm being honest, the weddings I've been to, that's a very emotional moment. It I sure always get is. choked up. And I am not looking at him. I'm looking at her. And like I walk down. I'm like, every time, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. Like, she's like biting my, lo- inner, my inner lip. I'm like, oh, don't be a pussy. <laughs> no, um, you're not I guess pussy. you're usually on the groomsman. So you're, you can oh, see you her. Can see yeah. Her. Yeah. You've been a lot of groomsmen. You've been a lot of groomsmen. Uh, yeah. I've, or I've, I mean, I've been, a, I've also just been in the pews. And, yeah. And, yeah. And stuff. But, but uh, do you ever look back at the guy after or does it not register to look back? Because uh, that part is pretty special. I'm I mean, sure depending I have, on the human. But I, I always remember that like, I, if I had to pick a favorite moment for a wedding, it would be that, that yeah. you know, that, that everyone walks in, the people in the room, ready party. And then like, it's just that moment that people stand up and it's just like, yeah. she's really doing it. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just like no, a really, it's a really heartfelt moment. And it's kind of like. I've, the assumption is everyone's happy in that moment, the lead up to that. Um, so I guess. Uh, Aww. They're pretty magical. Weddings are just something that you can't really put your finger on. Have you guys set a date? No. 
<laughs> after that whole conversation <laughs> no uh, we haven't you have do you enough, feel pressure no. that you haven't you don't no oh. not at all in fact i actually feel so much more confident you, where we are do you get asked that a lot yeah I mean, i've been engaged twice and and one before the show one obviously with vanessa that people know about uh i never you know it, vanessa's was obviously so unique yeah because obviously it was from the show and and the, obviously the Listen, the feelings were always real, but I think Vanessa and I would both agree that had we not met in the show, we wouldn't have been engaged in eight yeah. weeks. I mean, that is, I'm yeah. fine with saying that. And the first one was uh, again very immature. Did I've never, I've never, I've, I've, I've never set a date. Okay. I've been engaged oh. twice. I've never planned a wedding. Okay, you get asked if you're engaged, have you set a date? And it's always like every time someone asks me if I've set a date, in the brief times I was engaged, I was like, no, why should I? Yeah. I, don't know. I felt so judged. And I'm yeah. curious if you get asked that a lot, Absolutely. not only by your friends and family, but the, the people who follow you. Oh, yeah. And, and it's so funny because I feel like my friends and family get it finally. Like it's been long enough and I've had to say it a few times, but they get it. It's actually the people who follow me that I want to set the record straight for, um, that I want to be really like clear and concise about like, this is not a reflection of our relationship. You know, we are so in this and more than ever, you know, and, and feel so proud of what we've accomplished and in who we are together. But the marriage piece is a separate thought that I feel like a lot of people, um, they want to almost like, uh, discount what you have based on the fact that you're not like a complete entity together. Like you're not married. Mm -hmm. Um, so that piece is, it's kind of just like rebuilding the stigma, but, um, I have no problem, you know, speaking up about it. That's, that can be tough to do. I mean, again, sometimes even when we give advice on this show, uh, people will ask, well, I've been together with a guy for four years. And if someone asked me why, I would be like, well, well explain the situation to me. You mm -hmm. know, And everyone is different. For you, you guys are saying mutually, that's not a huge deal for us. So that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just kind of interesting in that situation. Every, everything's different. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been together for so long. I always get asked questions in terms of for, for young couples who have met early. Mm -hmm. They've met in their early 20s. They stay together. Did you guys ever break up? No. You've never broken up. Wow, All right. No. So you've never broken up. Mm -mm. Um, We've you, had moments that have been hard sure. or challenging. You seem, I don't know you very yeah. well. I, I I met Andrew briefly when mm -hmm. he, you know, he's now. Andrew's being, here. Being the, <laughs> the watchful, baby. holding yeah. the child. You seem like a young, hot, fun couple. So the spice is still there. Yeah. How how have you guys been able to do that? Um, and what has been a very long relationship? Oh my gosh, I don't know, but I I am the kind of person that when I did date, I was very quick to get in and out of things. I never boyfriended anyone ever. I was always the person that dated for maybe. You, you never wanted to define it. Never. I was I was so much more of like I'll go out on a date and you know we can like maybe hook up but I'm like not in this like when you say maybe hook yeah up. whatever okay <laughs> my fiance's in the other room <laughs> I'll have a good time but no one was ever like on that level for me at least and I I hate to even admit this because I feel really guilty about it but I wasn't the best person to date back then. I just felt like I just kind of like got in, got out, was like, sorry, it's not Why? you, it's me. <laughs> Why do you think you weren't, how, I mean, you're like 21, 22 yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Why do you mean that you weren't the best person to date? I don't Maybe know. You were. I just wasn't like, you Maybe know, you weren't the best person to be in a relationship sure, with. More or less that. Yeah. I think I just was more concerned with, you know, my lifestyle and work and didn't consider people's feelings as much. Um, I'm a much better communicator now um when you say don't consider people's feelings so take me back to the people you were dating sure. and then maybe you were intimate maybe you weren't yeah. um would you lie about your feelings about no time? no i just was i was like the kind of person you know when it's like new you you're you're flirty you're dating you're cute it's all fun and dandy you're back and forth and then out of nowhere i just ghost you oh you would go yeah i okay. would usually well, that, just ghost that was my go-to you were ghosting before it was even like i was a, a ghoster thing. before it was a thing yeah eight years ago yeah. i don't know if ghosting was <laughs> as, as possible yep i just ghosted you would just and yeah. they would be like hey what's up and yeah oh yeah go dark. i know i know but that was then <laughs> i mean listen it's, it's good that you know yeah it's yeah good that you know oh, what yeah. was so special about andrew that oh made you go God. this is the guy i'm not gonna ghost i yeah. want i wanted to find kind of the relationship yeah, sure. so we were set up by a friend okay. um a friend who i was 
yeah, like close with, but wasn't as nearly close as you would think. I mean, she nailed it when she introduced us, but um, he was just different. He's very smart and logical. He's not from LA. He's from up north. And I swear to you, people, yeah, Northern California, pretty much anywhere outside of LA, there's a different breed of human out there. That's (laughs) That's really awesome. (laughs) Um, And I just was so attracted to like his personality and his like calming demeanor and not trying to be the life of the party or the person that stood out in the room and that's not as common out here a lot of people are trying to prove themselves and you know yeah i'm like one foot in the entertainment industry and one foot very much out so for me he spoke to like my roots and like my core and just that realism that's that's awesome was he someone who also didn't feel the stress of defining a relationship Yeah. And I don't think we really knew that until we were a little further in and realized, like, I'm not really putting pressure on anything. You're not really putting pressure on anything. Like, where do we lie? Like, what is important to us? I just feel like, yeah, just hearing your story, it would make sense to me that you were maybe the first one to even bring it up versus him. And and before it was every other guy was like, what are we? You're hot. You know, I like you. And he was like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was a different take like, for him. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> he actually had that conversation a couple times where he was like, "Are you, is this a reflection of me? Like, is there something wrong? And I'm like, absolutely no. not. This is me saying, let's not like taint what we have. This is so great. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You, you find someone who kind of balances you out and helps you um, not feel the need to kind of project some of your insecurities. Yep. And it seems like you guys have a, a, a good match that way. That's, yeah. that's fun. What are some of the, like, again, just keeping it spicy and sure. hot for long-term relationships. Uh, some from people, I know we give a lot of people who I know. are, you are, are young, who are in relationships that uh, keeping it fresh and hot is yeah. a question we get a lot and that I get a lot in terms of people in relationships, whether it's their sex life, whether mm-hmm. it's on a day-to-day basis, what are the things that you guys do? Um, gosh, that's a great question. Cause yeah, <laughs> just had on a baby. Paper, so. Well, that, yeah, which is, oh God, I know, I know. Or even now. Kill. Uh, <laughs> that was another thing I didn't really pay attention to in the hospital. They're like, you can't drive and you also can't have sex for six weeks. I didn't hear either of those two things. So you were you, trying the I next heard day? neither of those. What about during the pregnancy? Were you guys still hooking up? <laughs> yeah, we were. It was so annoying towards the end. I'm not going to lie. It was just like, annoying. what? Who, like, who uh, initiated it more? I don't know. I feel like I was doing that just to feel like a human being again. Like, but I then, still like, do this. But so. like, my goodness, <laughs> let me be real. That was not, <laughs> it was not what I envisioned in my head. Like, I'm like, shoot, now we're midway through. Got to finish the job. Is it like sex in the shower? The idea oh, is actually awful. better than the actual yes, practice of it? Yes, 1 million percent. Or and like then you just feel like tub, you like, accomplished so much yeah. after you're just like, wow, we're good for like a solid week. Let's like <laughs> ride that one out. It's like we did that, but to be honest, it, it, it it wasn't that great in the moment. Yeah. The best part is, is, you know, towards the end of your pregnancy, they'll say like, well, you should have sex, like have a lot of sex. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> like, how does that work? Hmm. So, yeah, it's been a minute. How does it work? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, when a man and a woman. The baby's like, get me out of here. Uh, <laughs> that, I know, poor guy. <laughs> that is great. All right. So. But no, in terms of keeping it spicy, like. It's funny, you you evolve as human beings. Like what would have been like hot and fresh and cool like four years ago is now like, let's watch BIP and like, you know, get a little frisky after. Like it's so exciting. Have some strawberries dipped in chocolate, make some Ooh. pasta. Like it's a good night. So you guys have, is it safe to say you've grown with each other? Oh, you're you're yeah. both different people. That's Absolutely. Great. I, feel like I mean, tremendously different people. Some people don't, they're afraid of changing and then one person grows, the other person feels like, well, if you grow, then we're different and right. that's not okay. And it's, I think we've done that like kind of like at different levels, but we've always sort of met and it's always meshed somehow. I don't know. I literally looked at him the other day and was like, I'm just so glad I still like you. Like that <laughs> matters so much to me because that's always been a fear of mine. You know, when you're dating and yeah. you're just like, oh, I loved like texting them and I couldn't wait to see them yesterday. And today it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good looking guy. I mean, Aww. you know, he's hot. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I get it. He's good. To look well, before at. we let you go, we're going to yeah. play our little game. Do okay. you know me? Yes. Which I know you are familiar with. Yes. Um, so I won't have to explain it to you. Yeah. So I love it. She listens to our podcast and now she's a guest. No, I feel you... like we could talk to you for like 10 more hours. Oh, uh, I love that. I want to know about you being an entrepreneur too, before oh, we man. go, because it's really impressive. That was a whole nother door. 
Um, all right. Do okay. you know me? Everyone knows what do you know me is all about. Our fun little I game. I picked out the we, questions. We, we, uh, yeah, Nick's Rash- not a creep. That your friend made. It's on Amazon. <laughs> oh, well, she really listens <laughs> she to the does. end. <laughs> um, little questions go a long way. Rochelle did pick out these questions. I don't know what they are. So for okay. those listening, don't judge me. <laughs> Question number one. Does Daniela believe in zodiac signs? Oh, yeah. Strong yeah, she yeah. mentioned crystals earlier. So, yeah. yeah. Strong yes. Okay, can I answer? Born in LA. Yeah. She, she knows her rising and her setting or blah, 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 blah. Nope, don't follow them. Oh! Really? Wow. Not at all. In fact, when Gio was born, they were like, oh, did you? Wait, he's a Libra? Oh, man, I don't even remember now. But they were like, no, did you know you like, you, yeah. What, you what day like was he born? The 28th of September. We have the same birthday. No. What? Me and your child. Oh my gosh, apparently you guys are like good peeps. Yeah. It's like a balance. Everyone says, Oh my gosh, you're you're very there, balanced. There is a there is a horoscope one on it's like four birthdays. It's specific to the day you were born. Yeah. And I gotta say. It's a good one. Very specific. And I was like, hmm, wow. Wow. I'm gonna have to read it. I'll send it That's to you. So yeah, cool. please. Uh we wow, have we, ha- we have the cool. we have the same birthday. I love that. Apparently, I mean his life will be pretty good. Kid. It won't it won't be it won't be amazing. Don't get me wrong. Stop. He'll Stop. Probably, Nick. He'll Stop. over he'll probably overthink. If, if everyone bit. listening could see where Nick's sitting, there's literally the entire it's view good. of LA behind him. <laughs> and have, he's sitting in a throne with like a be, coffee <laughs> the size of my head. He'll have nothing to complain about, but he still will. Okay, perfect. Okay, that's fair. Me too. And that's what perpetuates things forward, right? Uh, you got to find a problem with something. He, there won't be a reason why he might be miserable at any given moment, uh, but uh, you yeah. know what? Sometimes. <laughs> What's so funny is he grunts on the daily. This kid is two weeks old. He cannot speak, but he literally is audible all day long. He's like, ugh. Uh, we just die. We're like, what is that? So anyway. I mean, I can't explain that. Okay. Can so. Daniela play an instrument? I don't know this because I I did look at some of your YouTubes, but I know you know Ariana Grande, and yeah. I know that you were a Nickelodeon. Show with her. You were a Nickelodeon, so at minimum you can sing. Mm-hmm. That much I know, and I think a voice is a musical instrument. So I'm going to say yes to that regard, and also I'm guessing you can play something. I'm saying no. I'm saying she did not have time. She was working every <laughs> minute of her childhood. She can sing though. Do you do you agree on there or saying no? That's not an instrument. I'm gonna still say yeah. I'm gonna say she can sing, but she doesn't play an instrument. Okay, what is it? You guys are both wrong. Um, I can't sing at all. How'd you get a Nickelodeon? What's kind of special? You're gonna die. I had to sing for the. I had to sing for every. I tested for (laughs) Hannah Montana. Had to sing for that. I don't know how I got that far. Then Victorious came along. Had to sing for that. Don't know how I got that far. But then they ended up making my character someone who could not sing. What was your like special trick? You know, like what was your thing? What was your wooing them with my personality? Great. I don't know. I still don't know to this day. That's amazing. Great. But yeah, no, no fun talents for That's, me. It's actually more of a talent to be casted in a Nickelodeon or being a Disney oh, without being able to sing. Is like yeah. the best was signing the record deal, and I knew that I could not offer anything. <laughs> I would get into the recording studio, and everyone would look at me like, "Oh, poor girl," and I just was like, "This is it." Uh, just a reminder: I didn't pick these questions. Has Daniela ever played strip poker? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like, you know, she's in the L.A. scene mm-hmm. growing up. A lot of crazy things probably happened. Yes. That's a great guess. Mm-hmm. And I want to agree with you. She's non-traditional, but she likes the idea of things, especially when she was younger. Uh-huh. I think she would have taken great pride in not being the L.A. girl who plays strip poker. Okay. So I'm going to say no. Mm. Well, you are correct. Ah. Is my reasoning correct? Your, re- your reasoning's dead on. That's why your life's so great now. You didn't blow it all up when oh, you were man. famous. I saw a lot of things happening around me. I yeah. just was like, Mah. I bet you've seen Titanic, but I bet like you're kind of the person who, had they not, would take great pride in reminding people they've never seen Titanic. Oh, interesting. You that know is, what I'm saying? That person Yeah, has, sure, sure. No, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much <I'm> me. different. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, don't be so good at things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, does Daniela have a GoPro? Mm. Interesting. She is a an influencer. She's a YouTube star. She has a following. She has. Does she have a GoPro? Say, yeah, you gotta have a lot of tools in your toolkit. True. When you're making Good videos, guess. 
I'm going to say no for the fun of it because I, it could go either way. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to say no. It kind of goes either way. I went and bought one and then lent it to someone and never got it back. Oh. <laughs> See, that's what I would have... I mean, I've used a GoPro. I, know. I don't have a GoPro. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like GoPro is more of like they, she's they were, the surfer adventurous sure. person who's outdoorsy. Yeah. The idea it's the person I want to be, but yeah, right. it wasn't the person, the person I was. <laughs> God, I should have said that. I yeah. I come up with that. Mm, it's all right, Nick. Next time. Does Daniela, final question, currently have flight booked somewhere? Oh, I would say normally, yes, but okay. she oh, just had a baby. child. Oh, that's good. I'm going to say no. But typically, I feel, I would I feel say like she often, has a flight book for like next summer. Good question. Vacation. That's a good point. I'm, I'm thinking for myself who doesn't book flights more than a week in advance, and you definitely are a planner. Ooh. Yeah, no, you changed my mind. I'm going to say. Like she's got an assistant that's booked a flight for her there's for a her flight future, yes there's uh, a flight booked yes yeah, oh right. my gosh there's almost a flight booked it's almost, almost you should have stuck the to your hotel gun. is booked oh where at mexico fun fun Ooh, i know it was the one place when are you that going? i wanted to go my entire pregnancy and you're not allowed to <gasps> you're not yeah, Zika, uh-huh. right? yeah. Right, so it's the first place i want to visit fun. yeah did you go on a baby moon we did yeah we actually just went local to um palm springs cute yeah um wonderful we have a few minutes uh let's talk about what you're currently doing now uh you being the successful entrepreneur that you are uh what is wow that well uh, let's give us a little insight into who you are and what you're doing okay so you know i've acted for a long time and you know with some of that money that i made i wanted to be smart and make ethical choices. And so I invested in a few different companies. The first one was Outstanding Foods and we came out with pig out chips that are plant-based bacon chips. We're in a thousand stores nationwide, over a thousand stores as of now. Yeah. So that one's killing it. So delicious. Ching, ching. Yeah. What do you mean by plant-based bacon? So they're actually derived from mushrooms. And, um, and why, why do they call it bacon? Because they taste like bacon. Yum. And there's no okay. pigs harmed in the making. Fair enough. Yeah. And then, um, so that one's been really cool. We've got so many amazing um, investors involved. We've got Rob Deerdeck and all kinds of a- incredible, really strategic people. What are they called again? They're called Outstanding Foods is the company. And then the chips are pig out chips. They're called pig out chips. Yum. And there's a new chip coming out that are pork rinds that are mm. insane and they have um, a ton of protein as well, which I know a lot of people are going to care about. And the flavors are just insane. There's one that's Have really you spicy. tried these in, in, in Incredible Burger or the... Uh, Impossible Burger? Impossible Burger. Yeah. You're a big fan? I, you know what? For the longest time, I wasn't into fake meats because I just didn't need them. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I actually really dig the Impossible Burger. I, t- I did a blind taste test. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big meat eater. I'm just okay. going to I've up. heard you before. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I'm feeling judged, but <laughs> I, I took a, a blind taste test. Uh, I I did guess correctly, but I gotta say it was impressive. It is right. It wasn't like, the texture and like it. It tasted like and 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 even the texture like an incredibly seasoned burger. Uh-huh. But I could tell. The you difference. could tell, but it was still very impressive. Would you go for it if it was on the menu, or would you go for the alternative <sighs> animal one? I I I would. <laughs> probably disappoint you okay fair enough that's like you know what i appreciate the honesty yeah um so yeah that was that was like my first real like dive into investing in a company and then having some success which was really um lucky and then uh shortly after that i invested in a restaurant called sugar taco on melrose jessica hall who was yeah 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 it's like a really cool group of just women in the sort of like entrepreneurial but also influencer space that are trying to do good with them their name and likeness and that restaurant's killing it and delicious if you haven't been we will hook you up it's so good it's right down the street yeah um and that it's it's all vegan yeah and it's so awesome. Gives because, me anxiety. No, Nick, I'm telling you, it's not. I'm just it's being so good. I have taken many meat eaters. That I don't are Blown yeah. away. Okay. I'm not just saying that. Um, and so you know, I would say that one's like everyone is gonna love it. It's a crowd pleaser. 
Um, and then the one that kind of takes up the most of my time is Kinder Beauty, which is a vegan beauty subscription box, which is a monthly subscription box of all vegan, cruelty-free, clean products for $24 a month. Mm-hmm. And we give at least 72. We've had boxes that are $160 worth of products. So we curate these um, luxury boxes and we do it at a discount because our whole goal and my whole goal um, moving forward is just making a plant-based lifestyle more accessible and trying to make that cost efficient and you know easy to access and fun, delicious. That's really awesome. Yeah. And then finally, finally, on, I know you still are on YouTube and yeah. you have your Instagram presence and you make these videos. Or why would someone want to tune in and check out what you have and learn from some of the things that you're doing? Thank you. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a real person, and a lot of people <laughs> have grown up sort of watching me. And even if they haven't, um, I'm always open to sharing my life experiences. I try to learn from them, um, and I try to sort of like you know, shed light on things as I go. You know, Andrew and I are going to be doing this podcast called Adulting Like a Mother Mother Father. <laughs> um, and That's we're amazing. trying to figure out this really awesome new chapter together in our most tired state. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. I've never actually worked with Andrew. And so this should be mm. a fun little Good luck show. with that. Thank oh, no, you. I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> uh, and Thank that's you. coming out in January? Yeah, actually, no, we're going to be launching in November now. In November? Yeah, I guess that's a fun little push that I just found out about. Oh, cool. Congratulations on that. And then I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, being the giant Bachelor fan that you are, thoughts on Peter as a Bachelor? Oh, gosh. I wish you didn't ask me that. Uh Uh-oh. No, we expect full honesty and transparency. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. Sweetest little thing. Yeah. Sweetest little doll face. I don't think it's as sweet in a good way as people think. I hope so. Parks and Listen, I've always been blown away by choices in the past that I wasn't like a complete excited about. So you know what? I'm all for it. I just think like I want to know more and I want him to be. Hopefully we'll find out. Yeah. More. Who would have been your choice? Gosh, you know, I wasn't like. I wasn't pulling for anyone. I think at first I thought Mike would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but after he's asking out everyone on TV, yeah. maybe not so much. <laughs> know, no, and all he's that. not. Oh, but he's a cutie. You know what? Let him have his moment. Yeah. Let them all have their moment. It was, a, it was a strong moment. It was a strong moment. He went for it. He I really was impressed. Did. I love Kiki, by the way. I think she's a doll. I think no, they should, you know what? Go on a date. Yeah, but maybe like ask her. Elsewhere. He said he was just kidding around. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say when I'm they totally don't respond. Joking, unless you want to, then I'm dead serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm down. Let's watch. It'll be fun. Yes. I I, I think uh I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming. It's thank been a lot you. of fun. Very interesting. Best of luck to you and your Very family much. and your uh, ongoing endeavors and your uh, podcast coming up. Uh, it sounds like a very interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, where can people just find you specifically? Yeah, my name, Daniela Monet, on, on pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Yeah, Instagram mostly is where I spend more of my time. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again. It's been a ton of fun. Once again, best of luck. Uh, Listeners, as always, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Don't forget to send us in your questions for Monday's Ask Nick at Ask nick at castmedia.com yes thank you wow she's a real a real listener a real stan (laughs) yeah wow i really appreciate it give us five stars because daniela said so not because i pandered and begged for your (laughs) validation um it's been a lot of fun i really appreciate it Uh, thanks for tuning in guys have a great day we will see you on monday